Oh, yeah. Get the podcast voice ready. <clears throat> Hi, this is Mike. Hello. <clears throat> Hi, this is Mike. All right, we're doing this. We are doing it. This is good. Now what do we do? I think we just stare at each other until <laughs> things come to our head. Welcome to You, Me, and Mike. I'm Jen Todrick, otherwise known as the Rambling Redhead on Instagram and the host and designer of No Demoreno on HGTV. And I'm Mike. And I'm also known as Mike. And he's Mike. Applause. Anyone? <laughs> Applause. Okay. Should we talk about the breakup? <laughs> what, the fact that I was too kind and too nice to you and you just couldn't handle it? So I broke up with Mike about <laughs> two to three weeks after we about, started dating. Yeah, it was really that. short. Um, but he's freaking me out. He was really, really nice. Probably too nice. And I think if you were to go back in time, you would tell yourself to chill out. Probably. I bet. Um, he was doing the, all the right things and he was very kind. It was just too soon. And so he would go on like vacation for trips and bring me back gifts. And I'm like, dude, quit bringing me gifts. I don't want your gifts. Like, it's just very weird if I say it out loud. Um, but the biggest thing. But it wasn't like bringing you a gift. I was bringing you a t-shirt. I didn't, like, want, your, I didn't want t-shirts. I, I just started dating you. It was freaking me out. away from the airport. Yeah, it was like freaking me out. I didn't bring you plush toy. No, he was all t-shirts from like places he was traveling for work. Yeah. And, um, and I think the biggest thing that freaked me out, and it was so nice now that I look back. And I was coming a long way up the tollway to visit him from work. And so I didn't know this at the time because I was kind of an idiot 22-year-old. And I didn't realize that, you know, the tollways aren't free. I was racking up a bill and I had no idea. I didn't even have a toll tag. So the thing is, I hadn't received a bill yet for my tolls. So I was clueless. And um, he, one day he called and he was like, hey, I put your name on my toll tag and I'll pay for your toll tag for you driving up here all the time. And I was like, pump the brakes you freak like I was so freaked out I thought that was like a permanent marriage situation and I remember calling a friend I don't remember who which the friend what which friend it was but I was like I'm done I'm done this dude's freaking me out I'm on his toll tag like I he was just too nice and the sad reality is and I think a lot of people can relate to this I dated there are some nice guys that I dated I don't want I don't want like any exes to listen to this I'm sure they're not but if they were I'd be like wow that she's freaking Ouch. rude I dated a couple of nice guys but I also dated some buttheads who were the obvious cute guys that a lot of girls thought were attractive and they were just they knew it and so that made them not treat me super nice and so I've never had a guy treat me like that and so it freaked me out and I just wasn't used to it. Also, when you're dating guys in college, they don't have, right. most of them don't have the wealth to like, sh- you know, shower you with gifts. They're just trying to get by through college, right? They're also, yeah, and, you know, kids. And it wasn't that I was trying to shower you with but gifts. But it felt like it to yeah, me. Yeah, to me it was. And it freaked me out. So. I, had a, I had a good career. I was very blessed in what I was doing. Life was good. And it right. was just part of normal I, what I thought was right. normal behavior, but I will say I get your perspective. And I was like, yeah, I mean, afterwards when, when you were wise enough to be like, I made a mistake. And of course you came Never said that, but crawling back in. And I was like, all right, this, we can have Whatever. this conversation, but, but th- I get it because it did seem like more permanent, but it, my perspective was like, you are paying a ton of money yeah, I and you are coming it. up because we would hang up and, 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 you know, closer to where I live. Y'all, more this is, time, so this is coming from a person, me, I'm the person who um, I didn't know how to drive on tollways, and I stopped my car in the middle of the tollway 
thinking there was supposed to be a person in the booth that I paid to drive through. That was the scariest day of my life. I pulled over and started crying. I hate driving and no one taught me how to go through tollways. Yeah. I've just never, we just, to be honest, like even with my parents, we didn't drive in Dallas very often, hardly ever. And, and they probably just never thought like, okay, you see these toll booths, we drive through them. Like I'm sure they did it cause they know how, but I just never knew that. So I'd stop. And it was terrifying and awful. So anyways, just my ignorance of, I did not even know that I was ringing up a toll tag, honestly. So that comes later when I look at my bill and I'm like, holy crap, it's like over $100 every single month to come visit my boyfriend up the tollway. Anyways, um, so that was the first breakup. Um, we were broken up for like a week. And in that it wasn't week, even that long. Jim. It was a week. No, it was Thursday. And then we went and had, we went to eat sushi on Sunday. Uh-uh. hundred percent. You're wrong. You're wrong. 100. It was a few days. You even said it took, that probably. Mm-mm. I didn't even say hundred. You said hundred. One hundred percent. hundred with the D, babe. Hundred. You Wisconsinites, man. You just butcher words. Hundred. <laughs> I swear it was more than that, babe, because it took a few days for me to be like, okay. It's Thursday to Sunday. It freaked me out. Yes. I was still a little freaked out by it. I felt like he was more into me than I was more into him. And even though that wasn't the case in my 22 year old brain, it felt like that because I wasn't reciprocating because I didn't have the freaking money. Couldn't afford to buy him anything. So what I didn't realize is we were in very different phases of our lives. And that's another thing that comes with the 12 year difference is that he was in his career making very good money. I had no idea, obviously at the time. Um, but again, he was 12, he was over a decade ahead of me in the workplace. And with that comes many raises, right. And different opportunities and different roles. Yeah. And, and I'd so, bless, I, I had a great career. I was very, very yes. fortunate to be in the business. I was Mike in. was doing very well and I just didn't know it. And so he had the money to buy me crap t-shirts on the airport. And <laughs> to him it was probably like so last minute as he was like on his way home and he got it for me. And I was like, he planned, he sewed this t-shirt by hand to show me his love. Like to me, it was like this big thing. And I was like, okay, you're literally breaking up with a dude that's treating you really well. So maybe let's do something different this time. Let's not date the obvious butthead and let's date someone who's nice and see what happens. Because I'm at the point, I like I said, I've been an old soul. My plan from day one was to marry the boyfriend that I had the day we graduate from college. That way I didn't have to sleep by myself. Like that was my goal. I didn't <laughs> just, want to be by just myself. Just wanted somebody to tickle your back. That's all. I just needed someone to rub my back at night, mm-hmm. you know? And so that didn't work. That didn't work out for me. It was pretty darn close. But um, so I was like, you know what? Maybe this guy who's doing really nice things for me, and it freaks me out because it seems really serious. I do want to get married, and I want to be a younger mom. That's always been what I wanted to do. And so I was like, you know what, let's do this. Because other than him buying me too many T-shirts from airports, there was nothing else that I could say that was negative. And I was like, it's a really stupid reason. So that's when I think I kind of switched my mindset. That was a really big slap in the face from college Jen to Jen that now is posturing herself to create a family and to get married and also looking for values in a person. And that's a whole nother podcast episode of like what to look for if you're still searching. And we will get to that as later on in the season. Um, But anyways, that was the shift. So we got back together. (laughs) You were mad. I broke up with him on the Uh, phone. Yes. He was very, he was mad. He was pissed. When I say very upset, it wasn't like he was crying. He was irritated. He was like, why? And when I told him the reason, he was like, you could tell he was angry. Like it was a stupid reason. And now that I look back, like it really was a stupid reason, but thank you for <laughs> well, letting me work through that. Because again, that stuff you say, we say the age difference was nothing, but now that we dissect these issues, we know now like a big issue in a lot of things was our age difference, sure. which is me maturing into that next phase and Mike being away from there for over 10 years, right. you know? 
Yeah, and it was, I mean, there was a lot of maturity that happened during yeah. that time, whether, probably on both our sides, right? Because totally. Because relearning how to be, you know, not single again, and, and a lot of it was, wasn't trying to shower gifts and impress you, it was just me do, trying to do nice things, and I do remember, right. I was, I do remember being angry, I was like, this is literally the dumbest thing I've ever been broken up with in my entire life. Yeah. And I remember going, I went out to uh, grab a drink with a couple of buddies of mine that you night. You were, was, I remember. Thursday. You told me you were yeah. headed, I broke up with you when you were driving there. Yeah, and that's what I meant. And I remember meeting them. I'm like, this is like, this is crazy. Like, I, I just got broken up for being too nice to somebody. Like, I, normally yeah. it's the other side of things, right? Who was it? Who was, um, do you remember who they were? I actually don't. Um, no, they I don't weren't think, like Wes and Jason. I don't think it was those guys, okay. no. Um, but it was one of those ones where I was, I was ticked. The next day, you actually sent me a text, and I completely ignored you, and it drove you crazy. You don't know that. I Get do. out of my brain. I know you because you- Let me tell the you story. Were more Let ma- me tell the story. I, he look, texted me. I just me. completely ignored you. He texted me, and it drove me crazy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I I will say, guys, if the, the 0.7% of you that are listening to this podcast right now, I, I would say there is something to- a girl. <laughs> this goes against the butthead thing. This is what buttheads <laughs> do. But there is something about, especially in this case, you not re- responding instantly because then you didn't respond quickly. And I was like, what? What, what is he doing? <laughs> Answer me. Like, girl, we're weird. Girls are wired like that. I think majority of us are to where, like, if there's a little bit of, if it's too easy, what do we do? I freaking broke up with you. It was too easy. You know, like, we're, we're very, very, we don't even understand ourselves. And that's all another podcast oh. too. Women are wired just very differently. Um, and we want to be chased, but we don't want to be chased like too hard. Cause then it's not cool. I don't know. I can't explain it. And that's where I was. I'm not like that now, you know, I've been married for 11 years. It's well, I'm still chasing. We don't play games. Thank you, honey. You really, I don't run though. You don't have to chase too hard. You just, <laughs> just touch my hand. I'm right here. But anyway, so um, that was another, that's another good story that now that we're dissecting it just amplifies the age difference. All right, I want to take a quick moment to talk about today's sponsor, which is Raycon. You have definitely heard of Raycon on my Instagram if you follow over there. I've talked about them for over a year. They're amazing earbuds. I love them so much. These are the ones that are sweat resistant, water resistant. I've literally dropped them in a cup of coffee and then rinsed them off with water and they still kick into this day. I barely charge those suckers. They have 32 hour battery life, but I swear it's more than that. They are amazing and half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no shock to me why they have over 50,000 five-star reviews. These are the earbuds that I put in my ear and mic, and we shook our heads like a freaking rock star, and they do not move. They do not budge. They feel awesome in your ear. They have a flat profile to where you can lay on the pillow and watch your shows at night, and they're not sticking out of your head. Amazing. I cannot recommend them more. I love them so much. I have way too many pairs that I'm willing to admit because I want them in every room of my house because I use them every single day. Again, those are the everyday earbuds. Go to buyraycon.com today and use code rambling to get 20% off of your Raycon order. We're going to do a spelling bee here for a second. It's buy, B-U-Y, Raycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com. Code rambling, as in rambling redhead for 20% off. You will not be disappointed. Let's go to the first apartment date. This is yeah. the first time that we are dating Sorry, at someone's re- house. Let's rewind a little bit then because it was it was No. First date in the apartment was after the breakup. Are you sure? Positive. Really? Positive. Because I broke up with you like two weeks. It was quick. Mm, 
Pretty sure. Regardless of where it goes mm. in the timestamp of the story, first date at my apartment, okay? I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to host this grown butt man in my apartment. I'm going to treat him real nice. I'm going to home make King Ranch chicken casserole. This is a wonderful casserole. If you're unfamiliar, it's literally tortillas, shredded chicken, and a crap ton of cheese layered a on top. A lot of cheese. And then you layer it three times. Tortillas, chicken, cheese, tortillas, chicken, cheese. Might have been some sour cream in there. I can't remember. Anyways, um, the cheese is the best part. So I said, you know what? I'm going to make this King Ranch chicken the best King Ranch chicken of my life. I'm going to add two bags of cheese. Oh, because I- if it's good with just one, it's going to be freaking <laughs> mind-blowing with two bags. That chicken, that was cheese soup. That wasn't it, babe? It you remember was, that? I, <laughs> we were eating cheese soup. It was. I was like ninety um, percent cheese. I felt it, it was. It was, awful. was a, it was a blo- block of cheese. A block of with, cheese when we walked away from it, yeah, like with a little bit of chicken garnished on top of it. Hundred percent. At the end of the night, it was whenever, good. Whenever he don't lie, I like cheese. Okay, so I'm gonna paint you cheese the picture. Good. I'm gonna paint you the picture. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Close your eyes and think of this. Bring. That's like the magical music. My apartment has no furniture in it. <laughs> I have no living room furniture. I have a huge box television from the 90s sitting in a corner. It weighed about 500 pounds. Took two grown men to get it up my stairs, okay? It's sitting on the floor. I have a floor lamp that's kind of creepy in the corner, very tall and skinny, but I have nothing for anyone to sit on or put a drink on. It's just bare carpet. In my room, I have a bed. Okay, so- in That's the, it. That's it. If I was a dude- a girl should question if she was going to be assaulted in that apartment because there's nothing else in there except a bed. So you can put that together. Um, I did have a kitchen table, but it was meant for like a bar space. It was my aunt had donated it to me. She's amazing. It was like, it was a, like a high bar. And so table. you had yep. to step up like onto the stool to sit. It was really tall up. So anyways, now you have the picture. Um, King Ranch chicken. I do have one clear like Pyrex casserole dish. Cook that. We're sitting and eating and we, uh, Mike brings over wine. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good bottle of wine. Freaking crap. I don't have wine glasses. Like rich people have wine glasses. I don't know. I can't afford that. And so I think it was I, actually like a good bottle too, like duck like head or something. Very, <laughs> it was, it was expensive. And so I didn't know that at the time, but I'm looking at this, trying to like probably rip it out with my teeth. Who knows? I think you opened it and I don't have wine glasses. So what do I have? I have coffee, coffee. mugs. So we are, <laughs> we are sipping wine. Out of coffee mugs, and the mug that Mike has says shopaholic in bright pink font. So that, I mean, can you imagine? This dude makes very good money, 34 years old, and he is sitting in this apartment that looks like, you know, a rapist lives there, drinking nice wine out of a mug. Why did you not say, okay, this is like, I'm in some, this is not, she's not in my face. You know what I mean? Like, what could I offer you? Because I always was... felt that. I was like, what am I offering this man? Like, I literally could only afford like four types of groceries on my bill and I had no money left over. Like, I was in that phase of my life where yeah. there was no savings. There was no extra money. I couldn't afford furniture. And that was a mind F for me to like get over in the very beginning. But that's a whole nother conversation yeah. too. But again, go, go back to where I was at that situation. I wasn't looking for a financial partner. I was looking for a, just a partner in life. Right. So yeah. that wasn't as concerning to do it. But what made it awesome was, is that we, we were able to laugh about it and you I mean the absurdity because there was a certain point I'm like I'm drinking from a shopaholic and like you mug. even start, started like laughing I was like only the best mug for you that's right like literally I could I good thing I have like quick comebacks because I could only make fun of myself because like it, it any other normal person would have been 
humiliating if yeah. you can't make fun of yourself because it was like he had a very very nice car he just had nice things he didn't have like a super nice car i had a dodge challenger at the yeah, but a challenger, challenger, Wisconsinite. I mean, it know. was an SRT. It, it was, was a very awesome. nice, yeah. honey. Compared to me, I had the beat up Jetta that I loved so much. But I'm just saying, from a 22 year old's very immature <laughs> outlook, it's you're coming straight out of being a child and living in you know a dorm or whatever. It's like you were like the wealthiest person in my mind. I don't even know how much you make, but like I was looking at all your nice things. And even with someone like me who is confident in who they are a hundred percent, it would check me a few times. I was like, Oh my, I do not know why this dude is dating me. Like I literally, I have nothing. Like I would overthink things and it, it's funny because it wasn't even an option for me to like run out and get glasses. I had no money. So like it, you just are stuck with it and it's nothing I could do. And so of course, as I worked and saved, I was able to like, what, remember when I bought that furniture from Walmart and it was like a three set of the coffee table. Well, the one that we put the 500 pound TV, TV on that was only built maybe to hold 30, 50, 40 And pounds. it held it. I, we don't know how. I don't quite, I still don't understand how that thing yeah. survived. We held it. So I had this set of Walmart furniture that I just thought looked so great. And I think it's just <sighs> mostly of like being proud that I spent 50 bucks on a pack of furniture. We had that light for, Until we this just house. got rid of it at yeah. this house. That I love one that lamp. like, like staged light that was made of plywood. It was, a floor, <laughs> it was yes. a floor lamp that had two shelves in it. And so I loved the shelves cause I could like put it next to my chair, like where we watch like, TV and I could, cereal bowl there. yeah, I could put my cereal bowl there. I could put like my wine glass, whatever. Time. I loved it. Mike ended up uh, giving me a couch that I could use. So I had some furnishings by the end of it, by the time we got married. But um, yeah, anyways, so again, back to the age difference. <laughs> well, there are maybe, there are things. What do you even call those? It's like not, it's like just phases of it's life. Not, it's very obvious it's that we were in. It's generational. It's just, yeah, It's phase. phases. Yeah. It's very, very obvious that we were in very different phases of life. Where you had a one-up, though, is that you could look at me and be like, I've been there and I understand this is normal yeah. and part of life. To me, I'm like, holy crap, um... Why, I mean, I didn't say this because I knew you were 12 years older, but in my head, it's easy to be like, why am I not making as much as him? I'm not, am I in the right career path? Am I ever going to um, make good money? Like it, it messes with you. Even though I'm on my first job ever of my life as a kid, we don't know that. Remember? 1.5 job after your internship in New York. Yeah. Right. I so, get paid at my internship. <laughs> so it's first time I was making money. I'll go back. So at 22, I was in the military and I always had roommates, right? So even from my perspective, there was a sense of maturity and independence to you that I was by myself in an empty apartment. Kinda? Okay. I mean, honestly, like, I, yeah. like I didn't have, I have, I had a roommate all the way until I was probably 26. Yeah. Right. I Interesting. Mean, yeah. I could see that perspective then. And yeah. that was just normal for me because most people in the military would. And I mean, it was just, we lived off base and, but I had right. other officer buddies of ours that we would always have. Yeah. But you guys probably had furniture from day one. Because y'all were yeah. all together. But what so happened is, is like <laughs> only one person had furniture and that I think about it. I had a bed and then somebody else would have a couch and then yeah. you would move and be like, oh, dang, that other guy who just moved out had the couch and then somebody else would have to like raise their hand. <laughs> Who's going to buy the couch? So it was yeah. always sort of a... Uh, That's a good perspective. Yeah. I mean, I do believe you. The only way that it makes sense is what you're saying is actually true, which is you were not worried about the financial aspect and you literally just liked me as a human that's literally yeah. the only thing that makes sense because I really had nothing else going for me on paper I didn't like I didn't you know other than personality so I don't I mean knew. that mean but I'm just saying in if we go back to the age difference like why weren't you looking for a 34 year old woman who is as successful as you in her career that's what I'm saying as I wanted a 22 somebody year old, I wonder that you want to know the truth I wanted somebody who made me laugh and somebody who challenged me to not be just 
the average guy, right? I mean, that's yeah. honestly like you, you definitely still challenge to this day. And I, you know, I get a me challenging. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just saying that. You gotta, what you wish for is, is, uh, is you gotta, you gotta own it up. Force. You gotta, yeah. So, but it, it, those, I mean, and honestly, and in having common faith and common goals and, yeah. and you were a very goal driven person and you still are. And that's, you know, it's just indicative and intuitive about who you are. And, and right. again, you came from a great family. There was a lot of things. So it wasn't just, that wasn't something that ever scared me away. Now, you know, and again, my, I know it was despite my success, it was my rugged good looks it that was. really kept your you rugged there. charm. I was like, man, this man is all man. No, I will say one more thing about age difference for anyone who listens to this and happens to date someone older or um, end up going the older route. I will say where it was the most painfully uncomfortable, um, obvious for me was whenever we'd go to your work dinners well, yeah. and you would be whining and dining, um, the best surgeons in Dallas, right? right? Heart surgeons. And their wives would come and they were all my parents' age. Right. And they were looking at me like I was this 22-year-old bimbo with a huge, massive hair poof on my head and too much makeup. You had you had yeah. a Jersey and Shore hair poof 100%. I looked like a cast member of Jersey. I really did. I was still, you know, tanning back then. And um, they were... It was really hard because I realized instantly that I couldn't relate and that there was no sense. At least I had the self-awareness of as a 20, barely 22-year-old girl, I couldn't relate to them, you know, wives of surgeons with kids in high school and all the parenting stuff. And so I learned really, really quick that at dinners I would just sit and ask the wives because what happens at those dinners is the rep is talking to the surgeon and they're talking about business and things coming up. And so the wife and me were just left there and they're staring at me thinking I have a kid your age, you know? And so I learned really quick to just constantly ask questions about them and their life because I couldn't relate. There's no way that I could be like, oh yeah, so me too. Like there's none of that. Mm -hmm. And I just remember being really uncomfortable for the first time in my life. And I had to tell myself no, it's okay. You can't be sorry for your age. This is what it is. This is Mike's role. Um, if I'm going to go, I just learned to shut up, ask yes. questions about them. And everyone loves talking about themselves. And that's literally how I went through my life um, with that. And it's the only way I could maintain like my confidence. And so, but I remember specifically being like, oh my gosh, we have a dinner tonight. And just thinking I was this 22 year old idiot. Yeah. Honestly, that's I how never, I felt with this surgeon wife. They made bukus of money, right? I was like, okay, I'm never. Uh, I, ne- I never felt you were out of place on it. Oh, now, I was very in my he, head about this. Yeah, because most of my clients were 10 plus years older than me. That was pretty. Yeah, older than Mike. So we're normal. talking yeah. over. I'm telling, like, I'm, I'm not being uh, dramatic when I say these people were my parents' age. So I was literally talking to a parental figure yeah. <laughs> in a way. And so, well, like that's, I said, I just but, asked about them and it worked. But that's another phase of adulthood as well, which is, again, another podcast right. or it is. But as you start to realize, like, as you get older, the differentiation between people become less as yeah. you become an adult, right? Like, there's more commonalities 100%. that you can have. And you're not just the college kid anymore, but you're going through phases of life, but asking questions, bringing people together. Right. It's, I'm it's, just, but as a 22-year-old college kid, <laughs> you're not thinking like that. I know. You're thinking that way as a 46-year-old I threw you in, man. I, I threw you into I the threw fire. I threw into yeah. a fire, and I was, you have to hey. be confident really fast. And also, you it's the comparison battle. If you yeah. are going to date someone with age difference, just know that you've kind of got to have an armor of who you are and because you're going to be put in spots where people have um, seniority age-wise and you can't let them mess with did, you. Did you say armor? Armor coffee. Sponsored nice. by Armor Coffee. <laughs> so then we get married. The ta- Mike and Jen get married. And so on our next- One year. Um, one year later from the day we met. Which, which, by the way, the most romantic engagement ever. You got to stay tuned. Yeah. So it on is. a f- next episode, not on the next episode, but on uh, another episode in the season, we'll dive into the marriage and what that looked like, having kids, all the next size, you know, phases of life. Yes. But that was 
us in the early. That was our dating life in history. So, but at the end of each episode, we are going to be taking a question from you guys, the audience. Do you hear this? These and these are all audience-driven questions. Y'all hear that? This is yeah. all the weird questions that you guys put into my Instagram yeah. question box. Hey, but but if you have more questions, go and put them in the comments. If you're on Apple Podcasts, put 100%. them in the comments. We can see the the questions there. Yep. Uh, put leave them a on review. Leave, leave a review, review with a um, with a topic, and we are also pulling topics from there. Okay, so the question that the audience wants to know, Mike, um, I kept this a secret from Mike because it's pertaining to men and it's so crazy and <laughs> oh, I want to hear it. Secret question. Mike, when you wipe your butt after you poop, do you wipe it when you're sitting or standing? It's a complicated question. No, it's really not, Mike. It is. Do you sit or do you stand? It depends on the situation that just happened. Right. So, I mean, if it's really messy, sometimes you got to get up, you got to get up above the toilet, but for the most part, lift one cheek, yeah. rest the other one down and just do wipe. your, do your so way. So you right? wipe when you're sitting. Who Absolutely. wipes when they stand? Well, your butt I mean, cheeks it, are together. Yeah. But if it's like super messy and you got to get up in it, maybe that's the case. Like, like a stuff. Like how you, does it get that messy? Well, if you have like a number three. But it still goes down. Why is it shooting up? Because it can like, you haven't had it where it hits the toilet and it comes back up at you. I mean, sometimes when it drops, like the water will splash me, but I've never had literally ricocheted poop off oh. the water up onto my skin. Fun no. fact, go ahead and Google cryptosporidium Milwaukee pandemic of 1992, <laughs> I think. you saying this. So yeah, it's, if you want to, you want to understand what poop soup is, that is a, we had an entire poop city soup. of that. I love poop soup. I love that word. It's <laughs> so perfect. When you say I had poop soup, there are no questions. Mike had the poop soups after we yeah. got back from our Cabo trip. A lot of the group did. I did not. Luckily, it was nice. It was very bad. great that I was spared. I didn't have antibiotics. It was so bad. Awesome. Um, All right. This is it. Well, okay. This is so, wrapped up. so that is a weird, that's my question. Mm-hmm. How do I wipe my butt? That's your question. This is literally what, the your, this yes. is what your followers and the audience wants to know. That is what they How want to know. How does Mike Todrick wipe his butt? Yes. You're weird people. I didn't write it. All right, this that was has a been weird fun. Pause. This is fun. Well, what just happened there? I think we're trying to figure out what the heck we're supposed to do or how we say goodbye. How do we say now. goodbye? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys goodbye. and girls, thank you for tuning in to the first episode. No, just of say Mike. goodbye. 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 You, me, and Mike is a production of the Rambling Redhead from Thirteen Media. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. And while you're at it, leave us a five star rating while you're there. Have an idea for a topic you'd like us to discuss? Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or send us a message on Instagram. We would love to share your idea on the show. For a daily dose of our crazy lives, follow us on Instagram at The Rambling Redhead and at Mike Todrick. And catch No De Moreno on HGTV. Make sure to come back on Monday for a new Monday Funday bonus episode. We're going to be doing some wild sh- Poo poo pants. <laughs>